0: All subject matter, the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you right bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Welcome and greetings. Well, oh, Reversal. For the Notes from the Pen podcast, I'm Cousin Greg, and we're glad you're with us this morning. With mm-hmm. us, as always, Bobby. I know I left something out. I forgot something. It was too short.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't...
0: Oh, the Prison Industrial Complex! Welcome and gr- greetings and welcome to the, to the yeah, prison... Yeah, you add pod. a little
1: twist on it um, sometimes. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, uh, Me neither. greetings from the Prison Industrial Complex... I've I've realized, I used to think I was like, and you you might laugh at this, but I used to kind of, like, if you were to ask me, like, on a survey, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm like a laid-back, oh, I'm not laid-back, but, like, I'm not real um, anal retentive about, like, little details of things. I'm pretty much like, yeah, whatever. And I don't know if that's a new thing that's happened, but I'm definitely, like, dealing with, like, the website writing, um, the show, like, all those things, I realize I have, like, this really specific vision that can I'm sure be like be tough to deal with sometimes. And I like I've like learned that about myself recently. Like, oh you're kinda like a little bit of Kanye West in there. Yeah, well when it comes mean? to
0: but but I think that makes sense. When when it comes to something that's uh that's passion driven, something that's you know, something that you're creating, I think that's totally reasonable. I think only the greats probably do. Oh gross. Yeah. So right. no, anyway, here
1: first, I'm one of the greats. One of the greats. All right, uh, viewers. So here's what we're going to do
0: today. Bobby and I uh, have been discussing for the past couple of days, you know, certain certain episodes and, and planning and doing this and that. And then we we link up this morning, and we just decide to go in a completely different direction, based off just a you know friend to friend conversation that we were having. So all the preparation put to the side. As always, we're going to go just very with yeah, yeah, very low. We're gonna go um, with the with the gut, with the heart, and we're just gonna have a candid conversation about about uh, about about what. Bob, you wanna fill? Well, want to fill? Uh, uh,
1: originally we were gonna do something around kind of uh, circle back around to um, wokeism, some of the yeah. political correct stuff going on, because like you had brought it up a couple times, and I was like, okay, yeah, we could go back there, because the captain was one way about it. I think we could have a, yep. a little more open conversation and, like, you know, with, with less, uh, you know, that's the type of conversation I'd like to have where, like, no one's on any solid ground on anything and, and is more, you know, there's no stance taken yet right. when we're talking about it, but um, in the midst of that, when I was, like, taking a, jotting down some notes and shit last night, and then this morning when I woke up, I was like, I'm not really feeling it, and uh, which happens, I'd say, maybe, you know, one out of every... F- maybe even half the time we have some like a subject plan i'll i'll be like well i'm kind of like more excited to. Talk. that's what the show I, I like when the show is just more something um i'm excited to talk about but also a mixture of like something that you know is relevant or makes sense or whatever i started jotting down as i'm sit, so every morning i sit there i'll get up and I can't even, like, face anything outside of my cell until I drink coffee, which means I don't drink hot coffee. I have to, like, hold the hot, the warm water button on my sink oh. and, like, let yeah. it run and then put a scoop of instant coffee in this little uh, war-beaten uh, coffee cup I have. And then fill it up. Mm. And i, and I got to sit there and, like, watch whatever's on TV. It's usually news or something. And, and kind of I'm, like, half laying, half sitting on my bed, back up against the bars. And right to my right is a sink, and I'll have the coffee cup sitting there, and I'll just sit there and kind of, like, stare at the TV. It's more of a meditative thing. I'm not really watching it. I'm not – My the gears aren't really turning yet. And I just sip right. my coffee and wait for, like, the, the drug that is caffeine to kick in. <laughs> and um, <Yep>. as it <laughs> Along does,
2: with the then, rest I'll start of America.
1: getting – yeah, I'll start getting – yeah, it's just the prison version. I'll start getting into, like – and so I was thinking about the, the stuff we were going to do today, and I was like, I don't know, I'm not really feeling this. And the thing that instantly came to mind was <clears <clears – relationships and it, and and specifically as an interrogation of you as a representative of the yeah. type of like traditional monogamous marital yeah. relationship that I've like really had up until very recently a hard stance against right, right. i don't know how much you know this is a worse than all thing that's yeah. like our our little guiding light our north star but to be honest i've really I've realized just the last couple of days that I've I intentionally hold back with like the stuff going on in my personal relationship, and I don't know why that is. I think some of it's like I don't I don't really know. Some of it I think well, feels like kind of like I, I really don't know. Bra- not well, braggy, well, but well, just gross. Yeah. I just think that shit's kind of
0: oh <laughs> okay. okay, all right, that, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's there, well, for you know. Uh, you're a born cynic, so yeah. I mean it's, it's only it's and it's it's uh you know nobody wants to come on nobody wants it's gross nobody wants it's gross, it's it's gross it is man. it We're is and if gross. you don't think like so if you don't think so viewers we love you but if you don't think so you're the problem
1: <laughs> now there's a problem and you are it so here's <laughs> the thing so I started like writing down all these ideas because I kind of wanted to do an interrogation and a uh, um of Basically, I wanted to put marriage and, like, traditional relationship on trial, and you were, like, unfortunately, you had to be the representative of it, you know? Awesome. But uh, <laughs> we started talking earlier, like, well, where does this come from? And so we just started shooting the shit, and, like, we had to, like, kind of, the phone cut out, the phone dropped. So yeah. then we, like, started to go over it again, and I was like, let's just do this. On, let's just invite you. Let's just go for it. And I realized yeah. that the viewers have been there since the beginning. They were there before the 23-year-old. Oh, Yeah. Came out to me. And then they got to hear date night, and and so there's no reason to keep them out of it. But here's no, no, good go. for you. Yeah. Me and you talk about it. You're the only person I've talked to in depth, other than the 23 year old's mom, which is right. <laughs> Linda, I love you, which is yeah. uh, weird, but uh, she's she's great. <laughs> so um, you're the only person I've been completely, like unabashedly honest with, where I'm like, yeah. What about it? And you're like, yeah, that's fair. You know, we're, we're yeah, we've had a lot
0: of we've had a lot of in depth conversations about it, and uh, you know, also, so, too, I wanted to say say one quick yeah. thing. Can't wait to get you a proper cup of coffee. I've been waiting for that comment just because it's just, I mean, I, it, I just can't wait. And secondly, for the viewers, like a lot of a lot of the times, uh, you know, the episodes are a combination of litigious planning on Bobby's end, but a lot of it is organic based off just what we talk about. You know, Bobby's living his life. I'm living my life. You know, a lot of the stuff just kind of comes up that way. So yeah. this is, this is in that respect, in that regard, this is really no different than uh, any other uh, episode.
1: Well, without getting too meta, that's one of my um,
0: <clears throat>
1: picking points of, like, actually, like, having some, like, being proud of this thing that we're doing. If there's, a, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons that this actual, this specific podcast is unique, but I think, the, I've heard a couple clips of other prison podcasts, but not enough to like really get the whole, the entire vibe. But I get a little bit of it, and um, but I think some of the I think the best moments are when, you're I'm not we're not just delivering a pre-packaged set right. of experiences or circumstances. to Say this is what happens, but right. instead, for the viewer to kind of like get to know the stories. And experiences of what prison is just through like the evolution of just the shit that's happening in here without like making it. This is an episode about taking a shower, which is right. funny. Those are funny and they're great and shit. But there's like another layer under that that's the the constant personal thread of the storyline of what how your life unfolds while you happen to be behind bars. And it's gotten weird lately in the best of ways. That there's comedians involved and. The, You know, uh, Wall people, twenty three year olds who work on Wall Street and male nurses and just, (laughs) just all you know, um, people who run. It's just this whole big, big group of people. Actually, what's today? Two days ago, the Nine Finger may or may not have broke to meet up with a twenty three year old to go to the last of two shows in Chicago of Stanhope's tour, and um, it was really cool. But also like um a mixed bag of emotions where it was like, Man, when I went back and wrote wrote about it, but it made forced me to think like man, like yeah. a year ago, the Finger Jin and Sanho none of them knew the others existed. Right, none, you know right. Know I mean? Yeah. Um they certainly didn't know each other and then now for the first time they're mm-hmm. all gonna be under the same roof and the one thread and this isn't to say like I brought everyone together, but the one sure, common sure. thread, I like those are like my friends who are like yeah. independently relationships in my life and it was so cool they were coming together but right. I don't get to be there and then I realized I never hung out with any of those three people outside of prison walls and so
2: shit, yeah. it's just
1: a weird complex like the relationship with that whole experience and I I wrote a piece about about it I went upstairs and I kind of wrote and got some of the shit off my chest anyways yeah uh, yeah I don't I've kind of lost my fucking train of thought With oh yeah just the stuff that's that's going on in your life and evolution, that bring. but the point of this was that I wrote down this idea about a relationship that was gonna the relationships as a subject matter and was kind of kind of interrogate you.
2: Mm-hmm. But in
1: the explanation, I was telling you where I've been lately with it, and it's been yeah. I don't know how much I get confused. Doug says he, the same thing happens to him. Where I have all these conversations, and then I write, and then I tweet, and then I have. The episodes we do, and I don't remember what has been said, just between people or what has been said on the show. So okay, you guys already yeah. know if it's redundant. It's redundant. I don't know if the viewers really know much other than me and the twenty-three-year-old are like.
0: No they they they
1: uh they do because uh, I understand what you're saying
0: because again viewers Bobby can't listen back to to the episode so perfectly understandable that it's hard to good differentiate. Good <laughs> yeah, but then what about but what about the hero? Welcome, greetings. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's But uh, <laughs> yes, on on a couple, uh, I know as a uh, listener that uh, the relationship has been discussed. So yeah, the viewers are aware.
1: So okay, so to like general, like just a broad brush brush strokes. Um, yeah. I've been reluctant. I- I've been strategically mm-hmm. withholding as far as like. I didn't want to do any of this stuff while I was in prison, right? And I wanted, like, sh- it is a, there's a the, the, one of the damaging PTSD things about tragedy, but specifically prison, is that you always have this cynical look, which obviously I already had, um, yep. to positive things. So you people get excited about an upswing, like a giant upside to something, but I see how far the fall is, right? That's what I see. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's – and I don't want to do that while I'm in prison. I see how much harder it is for people – to uh, to get to, to you know people who are too connected to the outside world and so in response I've completely become connected to the outside world over the last year and a half
0: <laughs> yeah. two years Interna-
1: internationally but yeah but so I've been trying to like open up to it and I couldn't deny the connection me and the twenty three year old have. you
2: have one minute remaining
1: as much as I tried or wanted to but yeah. I. You know, I used to I, – I was telling her, like, listen, you've still got to, like, date people. Like, I can't rob you of that, like, of your 20s, because I don't know yeah. what I'm going to be capable of when I get out. And if by some chance, like, I get out and I freak out, and I'm like, I can't be with anyone. I don't want there to be that, that like, debt in my mind sure. where I'm like, well, you owe her because she gave up her 20s yeah. for but, you. But you're
0: also – but you're also being very selfless in that way, I think, too, because in addition to that, you're also telling her, "Hey, I'm here. You're there," and that's why you're encouraged. That's another one of the reasons you're encouraging her to live her life. No, I, I think want that's her to thing.
1: experience. Yeah. like she's 23 now. She's been grinding her whole life to get this job and to like these to to accomplish all these things. Mm-hmm. Some for other people and expectations and some for herself. And now yeah. she's there. And you know, I represent the complete, um, like what is it, Dionysus um, aspect of like Apollo mm-hmm. and
0: Di- Thank you for using GTL.
1: So, in Greek art and culture, Dionysus represented the more freewheeling, impulse driven, pleasure senses, mm-hmm. drinking, live and be merry. And Apollo, Apollonian art and culture, represented more like the logical, strategic, you know what I mean? Yeah. part of of those things um and so so I guess I she's Apollonian and I'm Dionysus like to a T. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and so I'm like telling her like go live your life do your thing and mm-hmm. I had to like bury the idea that I told her like you got to date people you got to try to date people and she's like she kind of read it as um well you don't
0: I you don't want me to kinda be read it
1: as, like no, like, you don't care, like, enough, like, I yeah, yeah. you know, like, she wants a, me to be, like, as anyone should, to be like, no, you're not talking to anyone, because you're right. mine, type shit. That's an
0: understandable reaction from, from, from her, I, I would, I can relate to that.
1: But to me, I knew it would make me uncomfortable, but I'm, like, trying completely new format for relationships now, and it's, like, complete honesty, which has not made it easier, I'll <laughs> tell you that, complete honesty, I respect not putting... It not putting my comfort above what I think
0: right.
1: is the best thing for another person, right? So it, sure it would make me uncomfortable, it would make me insecure, it would make me all these things that anyone would think it would make. But at the end of the day, I told her, I said, I have to learn to be okay with that. And and I will be, I'll be okay with it, but you need to I need to know that you're that I'm a, a choice for you, that you've experienced other things and that I'm a choice for you and not just a safe thing, you know what I mean? And also, yeah. you deserve to, like, have all these cr- experiences without judgment, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because if we were to, you get it. And so, I do, um, but look,
0: you, you have to, that, she has, let her figure that part out. And I, I do think, I love what you're saying, and, and I don't feel surprised at all that this capacity within you is growing because what you're saying, and what I've also witnessed, is you are being as honest as possible. Which not a lot. Of, you're an honest guy to begin with, but when it comes to relationships, honesty is a whole different thing, right? And you and oh, like I
1: totally do. would lie, like, kind of like yeah, I was, I was like, the shithead in most relationships. Monica was by far, ironically, the healthiest relationship I, I've had. Um Even women I loved, I would finagle and lie. To yeah, but even, about whatever. yeah.
0: Even, you know, there, but the kind of kind of honesty I'm talking about, and I know that you have delved into with her, that, I'll describe that in a second, but that, in addition to, you know, putting her needs before yours in, like, a totally holistic way, no surprise that love in your heart, your capacity is growing. And when it comes to, like, honesty, what I mean is, of course, not like, hey, did you take out the trash? Yes, yes, when you didn't, not that. I'm talking about, like, real, real worth of feelings, like uh, turning to your your person in being like, I feel scared be, that that you would... Be, you know what I mean? Like a totally yeah. vulnerable type of honesty. That, in combination with putting somebody up... That, I mean, that sounds like, you know, a real, authentic, mature, I should say, grown grown type, like, love. So... Well. So Pause for the smattering.
1: So we're kind of... Fucking, um, well, I hate you. Sorry, I'm sorry.
0: You. I know, so I gotta, we, calm,
1: down. I gotta uh, calm down. So... So we've been, I don't want to say at odds, but uh, about that stuff, like I could tell she didn't want to do those things anyway. She's like, I don't want to date anyone else. I'm Mm -hmm. not into anyone else. I don't like anyone else. And I was like, okay. And so I'm like, I also can't force her to do that. It it can't be a thing that if she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to, and that's fine. Yeah. So we weren't too far off on that, right? But where Mm -hmm. we were completely far off on is our stance on marriage. Like, that's like a... Uh. She like needs that, and I was like, I cannot, I will not. Mm-hmm. Let me explain the reasons. This is blah 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 blah. I don't even, you know. And then I've really been toying with the idea that monogamy is even a real thing. Sure, that don't mean, like, are, it's not. mean, like, this is a possible.
0: real, this is a real thing, like a big thing <laughs> that people out. This is not anecdotal or like right. You're absolutely valid, and some people are open to marriage and want it. Some people just don't see it for themselves. All right, keep going.
1: So I'm trying to like not. Back, not not back myself into a relationship, right? Where I'm like, oh no, like like that happened a lot. Where I would just look up one day and go, well, I guess I'm in a relationship with this person <laughs> first and now.
2: You know so what through. I mean? Well, I wanted to <laughs> yeah. be like
1: all, all open, understand where the, everyone stands and everything and all that shit. Yeah. And um, there's really some real obstacles prison gives you to to, to work through for your relationship, but it also gives you. Some, if you can work through those things, some really solid foundation. And one of them is like you can't have a relationship based on sex while you're in prison, unless your significant other's in here, unless you're <laughs> a, a part of a thruple. So, <laughs> so, um, with that being said, I don't want to turn, have the whole little intro that we're kind of getting into because these are things yeah. me and you talk about, and we haven't really right. had a conversation. Lately, So I was like kind of updating you. Recently, I just saw with a little bit more clarity and felt, started feeling that me holding back wasn't really fair to her. And then after I thought about that, I thought it's not really fair to me either. Like I deserve to be able Absolutely. to think about the future and to entertain. And I was so protective of her feelings, even if that meant in the short run, I can't be what she needs. But in the long run, I don't like crush her fucking spirit. And that's what I'll do. And if I'm the mm-hmm. bad guy, then I'm the bad guy now, in an honest way, that's fine. <clears throat> but I realized it's not fair to her or to me, which the me part came in later, to do anything halfway like this. Like you can't really yeah. do it halfway and then feelings are really involved. And then I told you I started noticing these like little warning signs that were like scary, but in the best of ways. It's just scary to cynics like me and you. Where little qualities or traits in a person that would normally make you go, yeah, like objectively, like somebody didn't know, like, yeah, I don't like that. She does that. I don't like – started becoming like, oh, yeah, but it's her, so it's okay, and it's cute and it's kind of endearing, and I love that about her.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Accepting the other person, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So shit started to get a little hairy. So I've wanted – originally this would have been a complete assault on monogamy, and unfortunately – my cousin, my brother, I, I love yeah. would have to take the hit because he represents. And I used to have this real like, you're a fucking idiot, man. Like you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you're like married now. You're like the whole thing. You gotta like you can't even talk on a fucking phone when you want. Like what? Like right? Like so I started. To, and I don't even know how much of that stuff's true. But I just allowed myself to paint this picture and have mm-hmm. you represent this whole yeah. like structure that I still am not. Yeah, on board with, you know but you're mean?
0: starting but, to explore the idea for you. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I've allowed myself and, and her as well to think like, okay, yeah, like I can allow myself to think about a future, a real yeah. future, like what that would look like when I got out. And, you know, for a while I was holding on to the idea of like, nope, getting out, going on tour, going to be a pussyhound, no mm-hmm. connect, no like... You know, we had the one connection. Like, why can't I just love a bunch of women for a brief period of time and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And just move on to the next one, which is whatever. But it's the first time that I've kind of looked at that possible life and then went, you know that that's not as great as it is in your head, the reality of what that would be like. And you miss out on a real, like, deeper kind of connection. Yeah. And then it allowed me to be – I never wanted to feel – Forced into something where I'm like, well, I gotta do this. You know, right. I want, I want to. Like, that's I kinda the thing that bugs me Yeah, yeah, I'll never do that again. You know, if I'm not feeling it, just like with the subject matter of the show, then we're not feeling it, and that's not, we're not doing it because yeah. that just leads to like being miserable, and then it leads to lying to make the other person happy, and all this other shit that goes along with it. But before we get into it, even though this is like halfway over now. I've started to soften on that and started to s- allow myself kind of like had to it wasn't, it was like the second or third realization after I was like, well, I feel these things for her genuinely and she deserves yeah. it. And then I was like, <clears throat> I kind of had this moment where a voice in my head was going, Hey, you deserve it too, asshole. Like you deserve yeah. to like be fully into something and give it a go because you know that if you don't, it's already doomed. Yeah. So I told her, this was like a big thing. I was like, hey, you it turned out she still had a dating app. She de- deleted her other two, like okay. Bumble and whatever. And she still yeah. had this one that she just hadn't deleted yet. And she's like, I haven't even checked in a while. And I we talked about it. And I was like doing the thing I do with GR Joe. I was like, that's crazy. You've got a dating app on your shit. Even though I told <laughs> her. To, you know. And then uh, so I called her the other day. And I was like, okay, listen, I need you to do something. Get rid of that dating app. She's like, why? I was like, because I said so. You need to get rid of it. And she was just like, I could tell. She was like. She's like I, I, then like later. She's like, I like that you did that. Like you know, appalled was, and, like and pleased. Yes. Yeah. And so um, that was like a big thing. So that being said, this is kind of what I think I've heard people in church say. This this was on my this is what was on my mind and heart today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, but it wasn't originally when I started jotting down um, little notes about relationships. It, it was like you know. Let's 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 have a trial of... But then it it really wasn't that. It was really like, let's get in there, because me and you both are into, like, the idiosyncrasies and the little minutiae of stuff, right. that yeah. which is kind of what this show is about, like, trying to mm-hmm. break down the stereotypes of prison and show the little things that you don't realize or wouldn't think of.
0: Yeah, we like and to talk about been. the something and the nothing. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I've never been in a Leave It to Beaver, June and Ward Cleaver... <laughs> Just spitting bars, June and Ward Cleaver uh, relationship, and so I thought yeah. I would, with uh, just a little sarcasm and um, biting nature, not to where it used to be. I would like to question you yeah. because we have similar minds with certain mm-hmm. things, which surprises me that you can quiet the Seinfeldian voice in your head <laughs> enough to go through with a lot of the, a lot of these formal. The Ridiculous highest compliment sh- I've ever been paid.
0: I love science. Char- I love
1: that word. <laughs> <laughs> Char- charades of <laughs> a typical yeah. um, American marriage. Yeah, um,
0: I am here. I'm but, here for it, and uh, there, I will gladly be the representative of this
1: community. Are there any sub uh, areas or subjects that are off off, off limits?
0: Absolutely not. Oh.
1: Okay, I mean Firstly, I'll use my I'm just
0: discretion, gonna... but but only here's the delicate yeah, yeah, thing. I'll say for yeah, for, for the married uh, married people know what I'm doing here. More than ha- <laughs> m- more than happy, and totally willing to be completely honest. That's my goal. Yeah. That's what I love yeah, yeah. to do. <laughs> but I will use the rudder as to protect <laughs> the integrity. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Um, okay, so instead of, like, going through this whole, like I said, I just – because well, I'll, like, write notes down, and there'll be, like, one yeah. word, and then I'll just literally, like, completely forget what it even means. I'll be like, why okay. did I write ham and cheese yeah. and sandwich? it's supposed like, to be like a hook, hook and then you –
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but I'm just going to – I don't feel like doing all that, so I just kind of want to go through, and we'll just find our way through the sure. whole thing. This is actually second on the list, but I want to get to it first. The actual – Okay, no, fuck that. I wanted to get into the actual wedding because you kind of talked about that a little bit. Okay, the proposal. How did you know that, like, this was going to be a thing? And then how did you go about it? And then what what was the process? What was that like?
0: All right. Okay, so as far as proposal and kind of getting there, without taking up too much time, I still think it's important to say that, although I've never been somebody that was, uh, you know, against relationships or anything like that, I, I have always noticed. I don't know if this is just being a guy, and being like a young guy at one point in my life, like a young young guy. There is a sense of biology. I feel like that I'm always, like we're always kind of fighting, right? Like there's a there's a sense uh, in being. I, again, can't speak for women because I'm not one. But as a man, I can definitely say that uh, when you're younger, you know, there's a sense of biology that seems to be like uh, encouraging you to. <laughs> I don't know. Like to, to stick with the analogy, you of, like spread the seed or whatever the fuck
2: remaining. Is. Um, to
0: do what? So, to like spread the seed and like go out, like there's some kind of uh, biological, yeah, okay, yeah. right? Yeah, but like the, there's a, there's some goal to hunt to conquer like a,
1: a bunch yeah, of genetic yeah. diversity.
0: But, but we are an animal, so although I've felt that before, uh, you know, we are blessed with this critical thinking that okay, you know, uh, should I choose to do that or not do that? It's my choice. Yeah pros and cons I mean, and whichever, right? I'm not bound by that. Um, and I yeah. would like to say that people that do choose to live like a Asshole. polygamy and that sort of thing, nothing wrong. Oh. Like, I, I have no negative judgment about that. I, I got nothing bad to say about that. You're just, you're, just, yeah. uh, you're just living a life. Good for you. Yep, good for you. But I think it was a combination of getting older and then kind of discovering some of the stuff that you're talking about. After ha- after, and it all stemmed from what my, the evolution of what I found love to be. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, love used to be a very um, self-absorbed thing for me. Thank you for know. using GTL. All right. So as I was saying, uh, Bob, you're there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to think of love as uh I, it was more of a self-absorbed thing for me. I wasn't yeah. capable of, of – of viewing it the way I I view it now, like a lot of things I would think about were all me related, me centric If I, I'll be honest, if I date this person, uh, how's this going to affect me when I, when I want to date somebody else, or if I date this person, is it, will other people, what will other people think of me? Like I was almost looking at other people as like a way to validate or give me rank in the world. Like I remember specifically doing that when I was in my like, like 19 or 20, if there was a girl in town that you guys all liked, Or we all universally thought was hot. I felt this this drive to well, if my friends think she's hot, then I gotta go after her. That means that they'll think I'm cool and then maybe I could think I'm cool. Like
1: I was constantly Yeah. You know what that is? That I feel like that's how Kanye and Kim got together. It's accessorizing Mm -hmm. your partner. Yeah. Oh my god. Choosing a partner based on like I used I thought about when they got together, I'm like, Oh, that's just the version of the, the the dopest chain or the best yep. bag, just the relationship Yo. version of it. Now, that's not to say something didn't draw, and it's a uh, two-dimensional. I might not have been right about that, but that is definitely a thing, people. That's what a trophy wife is, just accessorizing. Absolutely. Is part.
0: Accessory is the perfect word. I remember uh, I made a remark a long time ago to a friend of mine. Uh, we were kind of dissecting this relationship that went awry, and he was, like, smarter than me and he's older than me and the more experienced. He says, tell me about, oh, uh, yeah, Georgie boy. And he said, tell me about uh, the beginning. I don't know. Just tell me the story. And I was like, all right. Well, uh, and then I, I had a Freudian slip, of which <laughs> led to a lot of other investigation and learning. But my first remark was, I first time I saw her, uh, she was down by the pool. I was in my apartment looking out the patio. And, uh, oh, you know, just taken by how beautiful she was, I thought to myself, God, she would look so good on my arm. And he was like, Paul. He was like, People what? would be impressed. Yes, exactly. And then so uh, he started calling her arm candy. George likes to stick with, like, as we revo- re- uh, resort back to certain, like, conversations will be like, like, the bookmark will be arm candy. And so it took from that time to uh, the progression from then to, to, to now or somewhere is that it started to shift away from the other person I started to think about. And this is, uh, and then I'll pass the buck back to you. This is, I know this is going to sound very self helpy and uh, I mean, oh, yeah. like, we, we, I'm right, we may actually lose viewers after I say this because it's so fucking cringy sounding, but what? great announcement. Yeah. I know. Base camp partners. Base camp right. partners? Yeah, base camp partners. Okay. I'm going to let the view, I'm going to get paused to let the viewers just kind of flake off. Like, okay. Well, now, important to find somebody that you can be in a metaphorical camp with. And you nurture each other, strengthen each other, so that when you go out and summit individually, you can always return to this base camp where you gather your strength as you continually. But the key word is individually. We're not out there on the thing like, hey, you're climbing too fast. Wait for me. No, you live your life. I'm going to live my life. And we come back to this base camp and we make each other stronger. Okay. Bye, viewers.
1: So that's the idea. So, l- listen, Apple, Why don't you tell me about the fucking engagement? How oh did it shit! Happen? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. All <laughs> right. So my my wife. My bad. All right. My, my oh my god. So gross. I went on a massive tangent. <laughs> oh man, chattiest Kathy. All right. So e- engagement was. Uh, so my wife and I. It's a little By the way, to by the way, it sounds like this
1: sounds like, a, this sounds like a, a dude who's in a relationship that doesn't have anyone to talk to. So he's like. I'm <laughs> glad you asked, and I'm like, well, I didn't ask about that. But I'm glad you asked.
0: I and know. I go on. I know. <laughs> since you mentioned, I didn't mention.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. How did all right? So the
0: engagement, happened? engagement. Uh, it was a home engagement. Okay. Sounds like home invasion. Home engagement. Yeah. So my wife and I had known each other since the second grade. All right. So we we're friends. Known each other a long, long time. And then she went off and and did great things with her life. And she always had like a boyfriend in high school. We were never together. It was just you know we just been friends and known each other. And then time went by, we reconnected and she turned out to be single at that time. I was too. And we got together. Um, she had lived in a bunch of different places, but here we were both in New Jersey. So we started dating. And the reason I mentioned that is because our first official date, you know, we had a lot of history between us anyway. So everything was almost accelerated. So it was only about a year, a year after that, that she was pregnant with our now son. So I didn't want to bring her like out and far and and sometimes she'd be sick. Shotgun wedding. See, because my first plan was to bring her to upstate New York and do all this, but she was feeling so sick and stuff like that. I was like, it's not going to work. So I just, uh, she knew it was coming. So I ordered, like, a canvas from Etsy. Ugh, another thing. So I, canvas.
1: Oh. God. I, uh God. I just okay, so uh, I don't okay, know what base- Etsy is. I don't want to know what it is. No, you don't. I kind of no. know what it is, but I want to pretend that I don't.
0: I know. I mean, I said Basecamp Partners, Etsy. The only thing I'm missing is fucking Pinterest. And... <laughs> So I ordered this canvas that uh, was a map location of our first bait, and it says, this oh. is where you stole my heart. <laughs> okay, you think we're losing viewers. We're gaining
1: female viewers. Yeah, I this guess. Shit. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> women out there that are probably uh, – go ahead. That is actually really super sweet.
0: Okay, thank you, thank you, Bobby, thank you, my friend. I appreciate they
1: really, that. So
0: I got that, and I got a couple signs and pictures and candles and and uh, light up words that light up letters that said L O V E. I made the living room look oh really my really God. nice.
1: Fake rose petals on the ground. You see, maybe they'll get divorced and you'll have your shot at old cousin Greg because he's a lady. I'm going to tell you that now. All this
0: stuff. And you've known me a long time, Bob. You know, I, I, you know, don't, uh, I'm not, I don't skimp in the love department when it comes to the imagination, you know, uh, writing songs, all this shit. So the the room looked really pretty, really nice. She came home from work and I just, I just, you know, she saw, she knew what time it was. I dropped booney. will you marry me? She said, yes. We had a great old uh, celebration. And then a year after that, we were married. So that's how the actual engagement occurs.
1: Right, you engagement. did your thing? That was uh. I'm like uh. I'm like the. The roles would usually be reversed for this, and like I'm like a friend of the wife, who's like, "Does he deserve yeah. you?" That's like really how I feel about your relationship. <laughs> Like she better be treating you right. She That's does she know what she thing. has there. Um <laughs> but also learned some new things about you recently in episode in an episode that should have been out by now <laughs> this one about how many actual so was um Kelly your first like that was your first real relationship, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Kelly was definitely my first relationship, which is also there's a whole you know, why I was so you know, not, not ready for it. She she was the right girl at the wrong time, but yeah,
1: she was. Yeah, she's just she was just a sweetheart. Um Okay, I just have some words here. If any of them catch your eye or, or your ear, yeah. stop and then we can like I can explain what I meant. Fidelity, okay. kids, dominance, <laughs> approach, tactics, mm-hmm. your parents, sex, fights, pants wearer, <laughs> uh, money, mm-hmm. practical distance, missing out, regret, honeymoon. Um, so, do you get along with your parents? Oh yes, yeah. yeah, very much. And my <clears> her- parents.
0: Parents are great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it helps that we've known each other a long, long time, but uh, you know, that's not always a recipe for. Yeah, we get along great.
1: Well, let's let's get into this because this was also a sticking point that hadn't happened until I was kind of like debating um, a marriage with the 23-year-old. Well, I had mm-hmm. never actually put myself in a position to yep. picture the actual mechanics of the event of a wedding. Mm. And mm. as soon as I thought about that, I cringed, like, so yeah. hard, I almost broke my own neck, right? Yeah. And uh, I immediately went, like, oh, no, even if I wanted to do that, even if, like, I, that was my thing, like, I was like, yeah, yep. we need to get married, it makes sense. That part of it, oh. the showy, like, and you're similar to, like, when you heard me say this, because I've actually discussed this with you before, you immediately said, oh, you would hate it. I know you, oh, <laughs> you yeah, would but yeah, the yeah. show-offy part of, like, well, which I guess might sound ironic, but I have a fucking i th- I think my thoughts from behind wall uh behind prison walls are important <laughs> enough that the whole world needs to hear them,
2: but i'm somehow I somehow
1: can't like fathom hey, the idea of having um this formal official ceremony,
2: yeah
1: with all these rituals to like make public and declare your love in front of a bunch of people. Is super, like, arrogant and douchey to me. What are your thoughts? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And first of all, some people, the idea of spending, like, $100,000 on one evening yeah. blows your mind. I'm sure blows, will always blow my mind. That shit yeah. is crazy. I know it happened, but it's crazy. So we didn't do any of that. Our wedding was awesome. It was really small. It was very do-it-yourself, and we, it was exactly what we wanted it to be, which was a get-together with friends and family. Like a get together. I mean, obviously there were some ceremonial aspects, but this was—we our focus was to make this thing fun and kind of loose. There was like good food and cupcakes and the kids, and it was a good old time in a barn. Vows? Cool.
1: Did you write your own vows?
0: No, we didn't do. We just went with the traditional, um, uh, in sickness and in health. You know that whole that whole thing. We weren't going to do
1: like, well, when I first met you, nobody wants you. Well, I think I would write my own vows, and they would have like that's one of the coping mechanisms I would have to use, like some humor involved, I could <laughs> yeah. probably start out with, so you, you would finally fucking won, yeah. and you brought my mom here to my execute, well, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it would be, but, uh, so, standing there, across from each other, how many people do you think were at your wedding, you said it was kind of small. Yeah, uh, 70,
0: 70, 75, which huge is pretty- to me. Yeah, I know, I know it sounds huge, but if you think about it, Bobby, split it between, split it in and half immediately, 35, right? 35 for you, 35 for her, and then think about your family. Just your family alone, kids and stuff, you're going to chop that right in half. Mom, stepdad, sister, brother-in-law, right? uh sister, Sister's kid. I said her name. Oops. Uh, sister's kid. Yeah, that's not sure. it. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But
1: anyway. Um, I don't know, bro. I, yeah. I really would like, the best chance anyone would have getting me down that thing would be like some Vegas thing. or sure. There's like, wrong with the that. courthouse type shit. But... Uh, you know, yeah. I think everyone's been brainwashed into, like, this is a rite of passage that you should want. And then, you know, a lot of people, ladies, buy into this idea of, like, this is my thing. And, oh and it really just becomes a whole thing about, like, I can be a cunt and no one can say right. anything.
0: to And them. it's not they even about, really like, the person it. you're... Hey, can I say something that used to blow my mind when I was a little kid? And it kind of illustrates like that thing I was talking about about bi- male biology. When I was a little kid, I used to hear, I have like female cousins, sister, although I never heard my sister say this. Usually friends of mine that were, that are girls, like when I got older, they would say, and I'm sure you've heard this too, Bobby. Girls would think about their wedding day since the time they were little, right? Fantasize yeah. about the wedding. And the, Okay. So uh, my first thought was, and I wasn't even like into girls yet. I was so young. I'd be like, that is fucking crazy in my head. Cause I'd be like, how could you as how could that be like the day I can't relate to that being the thing that like you can't wait yeah. to get to because I don't want to i want to do I need to do so much shit on myself in my life whatever to to get to this point
1: I'm like it seemed like the scariest day it, it seemed
0: like the scariest day in the world
1: start an army yeah, yeah it seemed like um, a, yeah
0: right like and then and then I was like, it's this big day where everybody looked at you and it's so great and it's glorified and it's wonderful just have like a Party for yourself, then, or so? Because the thing is, you're getting married to somebody, and you spend the rest of your life with them. That's a huge deal. That's the emphasis.
1: I mean, I, I don't are know. you going to spend the rest of your life with them? I don't mean you individually. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, mean, no, like I, mean I guess one. that's the that's the
0: goal. But I mean, I, I don't know. Are how you? People...
1: Because what happens? People get sick. People oh. are unfaithful, which brings me to another thing on here.
2: Yeah, fidelity,
1: monogamy. Talk to me about the animal. Yeah the yeah. inside of Greg sure in a non penetrative way that <laughs> what
0: so this is what? what I have to say about that this is something pretty easy for me to explain I think because I think I have a handle on it about how it all wor- worked out the desire to be with other people hmm. whether I'm in a relationship or what not had a lot for me personally not for everybody had a lot of correlation to well some of it was basic biology guys want to be men want to be with you women you
2: have one minute remaining but,
0: vice-versa and all the alike, okay? yeah, Men with men, women with (laughs) women, the whole thing. But uh, for me personally, uh, that aside, there was a huge chunk of it that was me uh, needing to, you know, solve some kind of...
1: Self-validation. Right,
0: some valid, right, exactly.
1: Yeah, but what if that's not your, your, you know what, now I'm making this about me. Um, No, no, no. Okay, so that being said, so from a healthy place, because we've talked about this, you still see a certain. You have a type. Yep. Sure. Grog, grog may or may not have a type. That you see women. And you're like, oh my god. Of course. I th- of course. Okay. For instance, there. Okay. So the video music awards were on last night. Do you know who Chloe mm. from Chloe and Halle is? No, I don't. The two girl. The two uh, chicks that um, Beyonce signed, and they're old no. and They were like teenagers. Oh, no. my And they're like they're like conscious, like beautiful. Ooh. Right. Thank you for using GTL Okay, so you were I was just asking you uh, While I was mentioning, for anyone who hasn't Checked out the the Video Music Awards 2021 Chloe, she's like, you know, they're pretty Conscious and like, you know Pretty reserved Even like a, maybe a little more so than You know, Beyonce's not Cardi B You know, right. and um, right. Chloe went out and just did a Cardi B performance and she is so Strapped but, like, naturally, not that weird diaper booty with the injections where the legs don't ma And just, Yeah. and then there's, like, the, when I'm, like, it's on, I'm writing last night, and I hear everyone in the whole thing going, oh, like, the whole unit. And I'm, like, what's going-? Driving everybody nuts, yep. And so I changed it. I'm, like, what's on? Okay, I'll check it out because I've heard it a couple times through my earphones because I'm listening to the music. I'm and I turn it on, and I'm, like. Like it's just complete the complete and or you're like oh my god like yeah. I'm yeah. like ashamed of like the things I would do to <laughs> like whatever part of her right. stuck through a glory hole, <laughs>
2: right?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so what about that? You have well, look, those, that, and I, obviously, obviously, you're not the only married guy who has
0: no. That still that still exists. I mean, let's be realistic. That still exists. There will always, till the end of time, be beautiful women that will, you know, speak to that part of you. But for me personally, it's like I also make it my business. And I I, I can say, honestly, enjoy it. Uh, I, I make sure that I'm making smart decisions for myself because it's not just about me. It's about protecting, you know, what we have. And now I know, I
1: know. Spoke like a true lawyer.
0: <laughs> I know what situations are going to be uh, bad for the human being, not just me. Right. I just have to I'm just honest with myself. Right. Like that's really where it comes down to. But I found that over the course of time, uh, maybe like getting older and and getting, you know, better with myself and that sort of thing to be like faithful actually makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And I'm inclined to do things that make me feel good. And the reason it makes me feel good is because I feel proud. I feel like I have integrity. I'm not just, you know, I'm not some I'm not some flimsy Uh, person that's, like, made this commitment to somebody, but then, oh, what happens when this girl walks by and she says, hey,
1: buddy? Does your marriage have room for another 20, for, I mean, for a 23-year-old? Because (laughs) you're making me look like an asshole. He's taken. No, no, no. Look, look, uh, people, Bobby. Okay, but
0: go ahead. No, I was just going to say that there's, I have to say, there's nothing wrong at all with anybody that doesn't choose. No, because really what it comes down to is honesty and love. I mean, if you're honest with somebody just hypothetically and you love them and because you love them, you want them to experience a lot of things and have all the freedom in their lives. And that person says, well, thank you for that. I would love to be with a lot of uh, 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 partners. I, I don't see it. Like, it's not right for me, but I don't see the right. I don't see the wrong. I don't see a problem in that for that for, so for someone that wants that.
1: I just got a book a couple of weeks ago. Um, probably, yeah, probably two weeks ago, I read it in two days. It was a Neil Strauss book who was on um, the David Cho show. He's a writer. And he wrote The Game, which is where he went undercover with these pickup artists, which I didn't know that was a real thing. And uh, it was like, a, he's the most stolen book ever, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he wrote this other one called The Truth, and it's about relationships. And I kind of got it thinking it would give me like some ammo in some of my stances, right? And just to be clear, I had this yep. real like sterile view, this is an oversimplification of it, but it was this. I can be completely emotionally um, and romantically monogamous. I will never love another human being like the way I love you, which, like I said, this isn't, like, some people, polyamory, is like you love a lot of people, and you should be able to, like, I have your stance on this, whatever, but it was like, occasionally, like, just to scratch an itch, I might want chocolate today instead of um, ice cream or... um, I want, you know, just the uh, the clunky. I mean, actually, pretty apropos, but overused food metaphor. Like, yeah, steak is amazing. Filet mignon is just so great. But sometimes I want to eat hot Cheetos.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I want to sit
1: down and eat hot Cheetos in a yeah. big gulp of red Mountain Dew. Red Mountain Dew, um, absolutely. But guess what? I'm Be not sturdy. gonna. I can, I can uh, have those things, you know out in the parking lot, like, I'm not going to bring those to the dinner table,
2: and Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) whatever. So, like, that was kind of, like, my original stance on stuff, was, like, why, what harm is it in that if I, you know, I need to be the only food, and I'm, like, ever? And and I'm not saying, like, her directly, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, kind of was, like, has been my stance, like, why, why would it be, why, like. I don't think you're wrong about any of that, in fact, I agree with you
0: wholeheartedly.
1: So I read the truth, thinking it might – not with the uh, like with the purpose. I wanted to read, read Neil Strauss, and they rejected the one book, so I got this other one. And it wasn't – like, I didn't read it with the intent to win an argument, but I read it like, oh, he's, probably, he's an investigative journalist. He's probably going to have some different thing. And I thought he was going to just investigate it, but what he did was he tried all these different things. He tried to be polyamorous, and he just went to therapy, and he had to go to sex rehab because he cheated on his girl who he loved. And the thing ended up doing the opposite to me. It was like I almost got to live through him. He's such a good writer. All these like experiments in like polyamory and like group settings and all multiple people. But he was trying it with love, hmm. with like having full relationships with multiple people. And he went okay. to different polyamorous groups and then he tried to start his own harem or whatever you want to call it. And it was just a nightmare. And, it, and I came out the other end of it going. Yeah, that made me realize, like, oh, like, the idea, uh, the reality versus what you have in your head is probably different. And yeah. I was, like, that's certainly not what I want. But it made me more unsure. It made me it made me more open to yeah. monogamy and a weird right. twist. That also mind. sounds like a lot of work. A lot of work. Oh, it was, of so that was like one that? of the main things. There was so much fucking work. But he, this is, like, at the end, though, I was still like, yeah, but that's not what I was talking about. I was talking right. about being in a loving, committed relationship with someone, yeah. and um, maybe uh, knocking one out here and there with a little strange here and there. But, yeah, yeah, in the
0: of yeah, You'll be, you'll be, uh, you'll be going. You, you said, you'll be said Come it. off stage in, uh, in, in, in some midwestern right, so I city.
1: I, I am gonna have to go on tour when I get out, <laughs> and uh, I don't want these people thinking, especially. The the point is uh, that <laughs> afterwards, that, right? Right? Though, like. Yeah, just being honest. Like I could lie right. and be like I'm not a scumbag and this that, and the other thing. But the truth is that is like a thing that is in the back of my head where I'm like, no, no no, that would be great to do, like to just let off a little steam, make you feel like, oh I still got it and it would just be great to to like also the animal part of it. And then that's yeah. it. You never talk to her again. You never yeah. see her again. You don't fucking sleep and cuddle and love, and all that stuff it's just like a hookup and it, God, like, there's no way of painting this where I don't sound like
0: an no, asshole. No, no, no. You, you don't... Do listen, you don't sound like an asshole. You're talking about like some of what you're talking about is compartmentalizing the romantic side of your heart and then just the physical aspect.
1: And, yes, well, and, and that... Yep. Go ahead, because we were talking yep. about this, and, and, like, I had some realizations about how detached I am from the actual act of sex. Like, how yep. emotionally detached. And um, she had brought up, she's like, well, you think you getting, like, molested You your younger had anything to do with it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: don't, I don't know why I'm laughing. But
1: yeah, um, you, you said, maybe. Maybe. right. Possibly, All right, listen, but- yeah, we're gonna have to pick this back up because they closed yard. I'll yeah, talk to you later. All right, man. Love, you, man.
0: Love
1: you, All right. So we're back. The yard has uh, the schedule of the yard has been interrupting us lately, but yeah, it's they're, getting, they're getting in the way. The hazard, hazards of uh, doing a podcast from the joint. What happens though is in the morning I wake up, I drink coffee, I get going. It's like that that ramp up at the beginning is like the best, I talked to Doug about this, like the best uh, mood I'm in all day, and then when we break, it's like three hours later now, and it's just, all it takes is three hours for this place to get on top of me, to where I'm like less energy, I'm angry, <laughs> I'm like annoyed, I'm pissed off, and then I'm like, oh, now we got to finish this stupid fucking show, <laughs> which isn't really like my my attitude towards it, but uh, I'm definitely not as a chipper As I was just a few hours ago. But we're back um, to wrap this up or to to cap off where what started out as supposedly, uh, ideally, was going to be an interrogation of the marital system, the organization of marriage as a whole, the oppressive
0: tool. The the domestic man.
1: (laughs) And uh, there was so much backstory and there's so much baggage with all this that I wasn't sure what the viewers (laughs) were We kind of spent a lot of time, like, catching up on my foibles and uh, all my dark secrets. And I think we left off when the 23-year-old had made the pretty obvious connection once she mentioned it about maybe my – I always thought it was, like – I always attributed it to – and I think this is definitely a major part of it, that guys can just be detached from it. But also – that's just what I attribute it to always like, yeah, guys, like there's no like I can I can act I don't not only do I not have to love the person I'm hooking up with, it could be someone I I can't Detest. stand. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I know it's I'm really a talent. It's, it's a genetic Is talent it? that we can we can you know. Well, I also wanted to like clarify that <clears throat> my, like my initial stance you gotta understand this. There's like some there's a lot of layers to this, right? When you're yeah. in prison, and, and like, hey,
2: hey,
1: hey. I think people can get so familiar with, with our conversations and me and all mm-hmm. that stuff that you kind of like forget. Um, I know you're good about not really doing this, but about the influence and the, the effect actually having your freedom taken away from you has on your psyche and your emotions yep. and your spirit and everything. And one of the things that has gotten me through, and I think at almost everyone in here. Those darkest moments, like the hardest moments, you know. I spent yeah. eight years leaning on. When you see food and you're really hungry, and you yep. know you're going to get out someday, you there's um. You're able to withstand the torture of your starvation or your hunger, um, by going one of these days. I'm going to get that, and so yeah. that that you know. So you live your life with these fantasies of freedom. That entail food, driving, live music, like hanging out with friends, drinking, and of course women too. And so after like eight years of like kind of painting this picture of self-indulgence when it comes to that stuff upon getting out, because it'll have been 12 years that I didn't have any of that, Mm -hmm. to like suddenly be in a position where I care about someone enough that forces me to think about that, like w- waving my hands through a wisp of smoke to get rid of that illusion is like tough, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I've spent so much time leaning on that. Like, when I get out, you know, and I'm gonna be able to just do this, that, and the other thing, and just be an Epicureanist and just live fully freely and just experience and make up for all this lost time, blah blah blah. And so, you start getting into this mind state where that's like what your view of freedom means is that you get to just do whatever you want and you're not gonna. Be inhibited anymore because you just right. spent such a large chunk of your life being inhibited in a way that no one else ever really experiences unless you've been to prison. There's a lot of that that I think I didn't really um, fully grasp that that you know that letting go of that was also like letting go of this coping mechanism I had in here. That
0: well that that, that is that. a good. I'm glad you brought that up because that is a very good point. I mean, we just had this you know 30 minute long discussion about you know some specifics but also some generalities however your particular uh set of circumstances i think is pretty unique as it relates to that because again as a reminder not that anybody forgot you've been in the clink for 8 years again like you said descri- uh deprived from almost almost nearly every um human pleasure so when you, you get out you have
2: 1 minute remaining
0: kind of a different ball
1: game. I, I, well, there, I It has to be true. Well, there's also the thing, too, that, like, and then I realized when I was thinking about it, it's weird to have a midlife crisis when you're in the joint. Because really what a midlife crisis is about, I'm understanding, is you going, holy shit, the best part of my life's over. I'm halfway done with it. Now I have a frame of reference for what I have left, meaning I've experienced the amount of time that I have left, yeah. I know what that feels like, and that's all I have left. But right. if you mix that aging process with having no freedom for 12 years, mm. I'm going to hit you back. I wanted to pause right. Yes. All right. All right. So when you when you take the you know the large amount of time that you're removed from society, and then you add the layer on top of it too that you know time doesn't freeze for you when you're in here. Like you've only got right. so many years on this planet, and however many you spend are in prison are years you spend not having your freedom, which means basically not having what it means to be human. So you can't help but having, like, but uh, you know, doing the math and yeah. having that double influence of, like, missing out. And then you do the math and you go, okay, I'm going to be, me personally, I'm going to be 45 when I get out if nothing changes. All the time, like, trying to adjust. But you're like, it was a fucking, like, what? Anyways, yeah. be 45 when you get, when I get out. Now what? How many? What age are you still viable to be like gallivanting around and hooking up with with women? Right? Like reasonably? What? 50? I, Fifty? I. Fifty-five? So. It's not sixty.
0: No, I guess that. Wow. I mean, ten wow. you I mean, if like,
1: you're like George Clo- Clooney or someone, but.
0: I mean, maybe sixty's a top. Maybe sixty's a top.
1: Yeah, but, I'm saying, but like, you're, 55, because if if you want to yeah. settle down at some point, too, you don't want to do it at 60. No, you know? no, don't. So, Oof. well, you get to doing the math, and then you go, okay, so, like, let's say it's 55. Well, right. Once you're over 50, you get bad. So, really, i got to get out, and I'll be 45, and then i got to get my feet under me and try to, like, rebuild a life that's just been gone, for, yeah. you know, all intents and purposes. And so that'll take a year or two, and then I'll be 47, and then I'm getting close to 50, which I'll start lying about my age then, and then uh, (laughs) I'll have three years left of the only life you ever have for sure, that you know you have for sure. I'll have three more years in order to experience those things that I feel like, oh, I hadn't fully got out of my system, or whatever it is, and then you go... So there's only three more viable years of action, if that is something I want to indulge in, to do right. that. And I've spent the last eight years currently, that being like a carrot dangling in front of, you know, to get me through the time, you know, so to... Like, You start negotiating when you when you when you meet someone worth thinking about like giving that up for you know what I mean? You're like, well, what if I? And so I just wanted to give some context to where this comes from. This isn't me being like a slime ball, um, like a typical man. As much as it's, I understand
2: like Mm -hmm. those urges,
1: and I understand myself, and I understand what I want out of life. Still, I have to like butt that up against this new thing I've been, I've sworn to do, which is not to lie to people, to women, especially in relationships about stuff, not to keep, and and by that I mean, I wasn't a big outright liar, but I would keep stuff from them, which is a form of lying, as far as I'm concerned. So trying to, like, square those two things together, it's like, hey, what if I did this, and what about this, and what about that? It's been like a grieving process. And, and just recently, which is where this all started and was just supposed to be a prequel to the episode, that I kind of, I've, after reading that Neil Strauss book and after thinking about this and, and my feelings growing for the 23-year-old, that's the main thing. That um And then kind of having a heart-to-heart with myself. I was like, hey, if you're going to do this, fucking do it. If not, cut or loose, and then whatever. And I, I realized, like, oh, I do want to do this. And then it, then it comes to the... You know, what's the real question? Because everything takes a sacrifice. Like, do you are you willing to sacrifice like a meaningful, loving, committed relationship with someone, like a deep form of love, for a bunch of superficial, though amazing probably experiences? Do you want to do that? And I think that's something I'm willing to think about in a way that I wasn't before. I used to be like, no, nah, any girl I'm with is going to have to be cool with me doing whatever. Hmm. There's no such thing as that with her. If she was like, let's say I convinced her intellectually, and she was like, okay, I know. It'll be like how kind of I did with her dating. I'm like, it's going to be tough, but if that's yeah. what you, I think it's necessary for you. If she was to do that and quote-unquote convince herself of it, it would still hurt her, and that's not what I want to do either. I don't know. So, um, yeah, so this whole interrogation of the marriage, uh, the, how was it, the found, what is it, uh, the system of marriage.
2: The institution.
1: turned into me, kind of, yeah, the institutional marriage, thank you. Has turned into me kind of having to unravel for the viewers and you as well. You know some of this backstory. Like where I'm at because I think the last time we me and you really talked, it was more along the lines of, Yeah, I don't know, we're seeing where this goes, you know, type thing, and then now it's I have uh, seen the a I've seen the progression for sure.
0: You know, there's definitely been a uh, progression. But um to tack on to what you just said, context, in my opinion, definitely definitely matters. And I think the most important thing, which you do this well, and I've been, I'm not just yes, Manning. I know I've been accused, but I believe this. Yes, you have, uh, rightfully so. I, <laughs> I was actually thinking, and I'll segue back to topic, uh, since there's been a little bit of a break between this morning and now. Sometimes, every once in a while, when Bobby and I have to do that, what it does is a couple hours, it, po- it provides room to breathe, but then you kind of think about the episode. Like, the, like, for example, the last one we did about the bombshell, I was kind of, I found my, my inner monologue was just laughter because it was funny and goofy. This one, I was thinking to myself, did I just, I, I, I'm, I, I don't know, my influence on the show has been, it, it's ruining it. What did I just do this morning? I'm bringing in self help slogans? I'm, 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 I mean, Jesus. Here's what I wanted to say though. What the most important thing, which is way more important than um, should you choose to be monogamous, monogamous or should you choose to be uh, the next Will Smith and Jada, like like what, that's not. Those are really the trivial details. The thing that's the most important. And again, you do this well because you've worked on it. I know this. Is just being brutally honest because we love people. So that means telling somebody. That's the one rule. That's the one rule and 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 in doing that, you will always stay true to yourself, and you will be happy so so it's not about which which path do I take because we don't really know i mean you could go left and then decide to go right you could like that's not come on, we can't you need a crystal ball for that, but to have um right, but to have so so you all right, an example of somebody who would be doing the wrong thing, and let's just keep it to you and twenty three year old would be you having feelings. About, about the future and the, and the, and of, of the relationship and knowing that it might hurt her feelings and then as a result of that, just keeping it to yourself. And then like a monster, just keep going on and going on and carrying on. Yeah, that's and how I'm those telling-
1: lies really, those, like, the, those problems really start. They're not like a right. nefarious intent most of the time. They're just... And so, yeah, we have been forced to have those conversations. And as far as you being a, a douchey yes man, as long as it's sincere... <laughs> then that's yeah. all we're doing. I mean, well, that's yeah. one of the things that the ca- captain was, like, unwilling to do was to enter right. those zones of uh, embarrassment for a cynic, which is uh, I think that needs to happen for sure. I do want to bring this up. I oh. wonder if uh, – the, the, we read some earlier, George. So we yeah. – can we like, kind of give a little background to him <clears throat> and then talk as an example about mm-hmm. the – type of relationship two men can have together. Oh, certainly. Um, oh, he'd be, yeah, he beat that w- Like, I swear to you, I used that when talking mm-hmm. to the 23-year-old before. I go, you know how easier it would be if I was gay? And, like, you could just, you know what I mean? So let's give a little backstory real quick to George, who's an sure. amazing man. Yeah. All right,
0: so George is a listener and one of my closest friends. George happens to be, for a very, very long time, technically speaking, my AA sponsor. But he and I have forgone that, that that label. We are just friends. He's an older guy. He's about seventy something. He's lived lived a life very smart, very very in tune with himself. Harvard intellectual. He, yeah, he's a Harvard. He happens to be a Harvard intellectual. He's he's a retired lawyer. But anyway, he meets with a lot of guys. He's found a joint life is loving, and he sponsors guys, works with guys. That's his whole deal. He's a married guy. He happens to be a gay man, and so he and his partner, over the course of years, um, have mm. a really lovely marriage that is. Solely focused on the hard work of what it means to love one another. So much so that they allow each other—I don't even think that's the right way to put it—allow. But let's just let me just go with it. They allow each other to, yeah, to right to because nobody's letting anybody else do anything. They, well, no, I guess they can. Anyway,
1: they allow each well, sure, other. Sure, that's fine. That's-
0: yeah, it's fair, right? They allow each other to 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 pursue happiness in any way shape or form. So if that means they have that an open someone
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have an open relationship that's yeah, like but it but it's really incredible mm-hmm. to me because it's not the open relationship that you go oh that's cool you guys get to have a, a nice relationship yeah. and it's fuck other people. it's not it's really so much yeah, more yeah. bigger and spiritual than that. Yeah. And they really and, and mm-hmm. what I have come away with is it's up to you to figure out what is what is right for you. At this particular time,
1: that, can you that's, tell the one story? Which one? Do you remember when we first started? Like the you gave me a reference where he, the dude was like, I should probably get uh, checked out, and he's like, You remember?
0: Oh, no, give me more. No, his more partner cool.
1: was like, His partner was like, I should. Oh yeah 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 yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My yeah, yeah. Itch itch.
0: So so they're honest with each. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I remember. Sorry. So they're honest with each other. There's just been so many of those kind of stories. So they're honest with each other and they're open. And one day, George just, uh, I don't know, a little itchy. And he just says to his partner, uh, when he comes home, when he sees him next and says, Hey, how are you, sweetheart? You may want to just, uh, you may want to take a little trip down to the old doctor's office or, or to the old clinic. You may want to, you may, you may want to take a little voyage because I'm a little, a little itchy down here. You brought, you brought me a little something there sweet tips. And uh, <laughs> and that was it. That was uh, that was it. You know, I mean, I guess the way that he put it. And instead of
1: it, like, could you imagine oh. the the typical response to that? Like, imagine, oh. okay, let's just, now we're back to your marriage. Imagine mm-hmm. if your girl was all an itchy downstairs and she was like, hey, buddy, you might hey, buddy. To get checked out because I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, yeah.
0: It, that would be a massive problem, but our understand, but our understanding is
1: entirely different.
0: Where so that's why. That's what why would the saying,
1: response be? Let's just give a little insight into maybe the magnitude of the response.
0: All right, in a relationship like mine, in a marriage like mine, if one of us uh, came up with a with an with an STI an STD, it'd be a huge problem, because that would obviously inflate the other person as a cheater. Somebody going outside having an <laughs> out, uh, extramarital affair. Now, that's not, uh, that's, that's not a part of our, our, our agreement. We're not, I guess that, it's not, not fair to not compare because you
1: guys haven't, yeah, you haven't agreed, you haven't agreed. <laughs> right, so right. And that's not <laughs> to say everyone <laughs> yeah. should be like that. It was just fascinating when you were telling me that it that it was like, a real logic-based, like, hey, man, uh, from now on, you just got to be more careful and let me know. What I, like, instead of being every other guy, would pretend not to, and then um, let him discover on his own, and then put it on him, and be like, whoa, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe you. Okay, I'm yeah. good, though. No, I to do with me, you know? And, um, this, this is why thought, I... Like, when I heard really... when you told me... Yeah, go Now, when you told me that, I was like, what an enlightened couple... Not to say that that's something I aspire to, um, or, uh, I even think is possible, but I just thought, whoa, what a unique little, uh, example of how different. No, I are. think you're, listen, I think you're right the first time.
0: Enlightened couple, absolutely. And now it doesn't make them better, worse, anything. It's not about that. That's just it, but, but they are able to sustain a loving relationship, um, at its maximal, like they're, they're okay. They're more than okay with that. they I don't think that a lot of people could do that. Um, I happen to know that
1: I- a very enlightened way to think to not tie your self worth, happiness, or validation to your partner like wanting to do experience something else with another person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. we buy into that naturally. Like we just assume that. But if you like think about it logically. You're like, wait, why does that have to be that way? Why does right. want- that doesn't seem a math equation? It's not. You know, uh, Neil Strauss in that book you have
2: one minute remaining.
1: talks about how, like, love isn't some, uh, some thing that runs out between people. You can have enough for multiple people. Yeah. And, um, before I dig myself back into a hole that I just spent the last 20 minutes digging myself <laughs> out of, I just, uh, yeah, it's very interesting and very enlightening. Now, this... Is a series and a subject we're going to have to go over. Yes. Um, with multiple episodes. And before it gets too long, I should just say, um, do you have anything else to add before we get? It? Uh,
0: no, but I was just that I was thinking the same exact thing
1: that, uh, we are going to have to
0: continue to develop on, upon this topic at a future, at a future date. So, viewers, this will be
1: So, on behalf of me, the 23 year old, um, your wonderful wife, and, <laughs> and Greg and all the people, 75 people at your wedding, we love you. And all the pet wolves <laughs> and you were sword doing the same thing. We are gone.
2: We got
0: Hi, everybody. Mama C here. For the complete library, full episodes, and bonus content, and mainly to support this cause, visit Notes from the Pen on Patreon. To learn more about body and prison reform, visit our website, notesfromthepen.com, And follow us on Twitter to stay current. This has been another Notes from the Pen production.